Now, what am I going to preach on this last Sunday of 2015? And my C is the centerfold. Seeing my stuff. Seeing my stuff. Not seeing your stuff. Seeing my stuff. Turn to Luke chapter 9 and hopefully through the power of the Holy Spirit and thank you for your prayers. We'll give a microcosm, a metaphor, metaphoric picture um, in this text. And this is a biographical sketch of two of the greatest disciples that Jesus had. In verse 54, and when his disciples, James and John, saw this, they said, Lord, what will thou that we command fire? to come down from heaven and consume them even as Elijah did. But he, Jesus, turned and rebuked them and said, Ye know not what manner, now listen to this, of spirit ye are of. My proposition is we really don't understand what's inside of us. Seeing your stuff. If ever we see a snapshot of our true spirits, a visual of our vices, a history of our hurts, it is reflected here in the development of Jesus' disciples. His disciples walked with him for three years. He was baptized in the Jordan at the age of 30. He died on a cross at the age of 33. He had 70 disciples to begin with, 58 turned back. He was left with 12, and one was a devil. The word disciple means learner, mimicker. The word apostle comes from the Greek word apolytos, which deals with... Um, Men who were eyewitnesses of the resurrected Christ. Um, men who were personally commissioned by Jesus Christ. Face to face. Paul saw him on a Damascus road. And Galatians tells us that Jesus took Paul for three years in the Arabian desert and began to school him. And there were four instrumental miracles that the apostles did in the first century in the book of Acts. They, they could raise the dead, they could cast out demons, they could heal lepers, and amen, they could uh, heal the sick. And uh, we call these sign gifts, we call these miracles. And these miracles at some juncture ceased, they were there to authenticate the church and the lordship of Jesus Christ. And as we look at this text, we start to see the 
learning but the liabilities, we start to see the limitations, the glitches, the gaffes, the griefs, the conflict of growth, the fears, the fractures, the faithlessness, and the futility of these men of God and uh, these 12 that were chosen by God were imperfect, sinful, selfish, self-centered students. And through transformation, God made them conduits of glorification. It is very meaningful to understand that nobody in the Bible was exceptional outside of Jesus Christ. That everybody in the Bible was a mess until mercy found them. Can I get a witness? You, you don't need to sit out there and say, well, I can't be like this one. I can't be like that one. We can do all things through Christ who keeps on strengthening us. Can I get a witness? And, and, and child of God, when we begin to look at these biographical sketches, it's interesting because Peter was the lead uh, disciple. Whenever you see a list of disciples, Peter's name is always first. He was, Peter was prideful. Some of us are prideful. Pride comes in all kind of colors and shapes. Can I get a witness? Uh, what you call shy, God might call pride. Right? Uh, what, what you want to conceal, God might call pride. Amen. Pride, Peter was prideful. Peter was impulsive. Peter always had something to say, full of criticism, always had an opinion. Some of us always have an opinion about everything. Can I get a witness? Yeah, leave that one alone. But Peter, Peter, Peter carried a switchblade. <clears throat> Cut off Malchus here in the garden and Peter would cuss you out. Peter was a traditional Jew who was prejudiced against Gentiles and against non-traditional Jewish, listen, philosophy. There's, there's a story in the Gospels where Jesus decided to go to a party that was thrown, amen, by Levi. Yeah. Levi, the uh, tax collector, Matthew is his name. Levi gave a party and invited all these prostitutes and harlots, and they was in there jamming. And Jesus went into the party and sat there. Peter, Peter and them was outside, said, we ain't going in there. That's crazy. We not. And, that, and that, see, pride comes in all kind of complexions. And Jesus had to say that I did not come to call the righteous to repentance, but sinners. If you can't rub, Lord have mercy, if you can't rub hands with sinners, you full of pride. Can I, I, didn't, I didn't say you had to do what they do or go where they go or be what they are, but child of God, when we are secure in Christ, when we understand that we've been born again, blood washed, blood bought, snatched out of hell with smoke, stealing our garments, uh, amen, when it was mercy that moved us, then we can, we can sit with folk, Lord have mercy, we can sit with sinners, we can talk to sinners, we can woo sinners in to what we believe. 
We're not afraid to get too close. Can I get a witness? Some of y'all afraid to get too close to sinners. You, you think something might rub off or something might regenerate or can I get a witness? But Peter was all messed up. And then God in Acts chapter 10, don't turn, Jesus Christ put Peter in a trance. And in this trance, he had a dream of a big sheep. And the sheep was full of unclean animals, things Jews don't eat. Can I get a witness? And part of Peter's problem was he was political, like some of us. Uh, Peter, 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 when he was with the Gentiles, he ate chitlin and ribs. But when he got with the Jews, he ate kosher food. Do I have a witness? And that's just the way some of us are. Well, depending on who we with, that's the way we come off. Why don't you just let your head down, amen, and eat your chitlins all the time and, and eat your ribs all the time. I'm preaching up in this place. Why, why do you have to put on a mask? Because you were a certain group of people. Just, just be who you are. People will readily accept you. Can I get a witness? And, and you need to say like Paul said, I am who I am by the grace of God. So Jesus put this boy in a trance. And then Jesus told Peter, you go home and read Acts 10. He said, Peter, eat. Peter said, no, I ain't never ate nothing unclean. And Jesus rebuked him and said, whatever I cleanse, you don't call unclean. Didn't he say that? And we, and we got to learn, we got to learn, we got to learn, child of God, that those folk out there that are on their way to hell, dirty and messed up, that was us. Do I have a witness? Oh, y'all getting quiet up in here. That was us before mercy and before grace came. That was us. We too were getting high. We too were fornicating. We too were in homosexuality. We too were in lesbianism. We, we too, somebody need to preach it. He, he brought us from a mighty long way. Peter, 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 Peter. Peter met his match in Acts 10. And then there's Thomas Didymus, the twin. You got to love Thomas. Thomas is faithless, but he's not fearful. When Jesus was about to go to deliver Lazarus, Thomas said, come on, let's go so we can die with him. Thomas, uh, Thomas is ready to fight. He didn't know a thing what Jesus was talking about. He, come on, we're go, we, 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 we going up here to Bethany, and whatever, whatever's waiting for us, we'll just get it on. But Thomas did not believe unless he saw something. And when Jesus had died and resurrected, the Bible says that he walked through the walls of the upper room. He walked, he defied ah, matter, molecules. He just walked through the wall while the disciples, the ten disciples was up there. He walked through the wall and he breathed on them the Holy Ghost. Can I get a witness? And Jesus said, peace be unto you. And, and, but, but, but Thomas wasn't there, and then he came back 10 days later, and Thomas was there, and here's what Jesus said. Because Thomas had told everybody, I won't believe anything unless I see him, unless I 
touch him. And Jesus come walking through the walls 10 days later and said, and it's, it's in John 20. He said, I, he said, Thomas, come here. Yeah. And when Thomas came to Jesus, he said, put your hand in my side. Yeah. That's where they stuck the spear and water and blood came out. And then he said, put your hands in my nail prints. And, and, and he said, and, and don't be unbelieving. And, and, and Thomas said, my Lord and my God. And Jesus said, Thomas, because you have seen, you have believed. Blessed are those that have never seen and yet believe. Do I have a witness? So God had an educational classroom for all of his disciples. Andrew, Peter's brother, was always introducing somebody to Jesus, Thaddeus, Bartholomew, all these disciples that we don't hear much about, but his main three, his inner circle, they were full of mess. You would think that God would have made Andrew and Bartholomew and Thaddeus his inner circle, but he didn't. He made the worst three, James, John, and Peter. One commentator said Jesus had to keep secret who the betrayer was because they would have cut his throat. Can I get a witness? They, 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 they were three hoodlums from the hood. Yeah, they, they was all messed up. And, 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 and the Bible says that, amen, that uh, 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 these two brothers called the sons of thunder, Lord have mercy, these, these two sons, these two sons, they had some real issues just like us. Can I get a witness? And, and, and the issues that they had, child of God, was that, amen, they, they had temperaments. They, had, they were temperamental. They were, they were angry. They were aggressive. They, they were boisterous. They, they, they were some bad boys. Can I get a witness? And, and, and the Bible says that right here in the context of uh, Luke chapter 9, amen, here's Jesus talking about the cross. He's going to Jerusalem to die. And in another context, Peter comes up and says, you know, we left off. What are you going to do for us? That's just the way we are. Selfish and self-centered. James and John says in this text that was read in your hearing, Mark 10, Lord, do us a favor. I love, I love this language. Will you give us what we're going to ask for? And, and, and uh, Jesus said in, in Luke 10, yeah, I mean Mark 10, yeah, I'll give you. What, what is it you want? When you come into your kingdom of glory, we want to sit one on your right hand and one on your left hand. And Jesus goes through these, this, this account by the disciples, and this is what he says to them in, in, in essence. He says, first of all, amen, your desires are out of line with God's will. Amen. That, that this matter of, amen, you being to my left and my right is not for me to give. That has already been prepared and determined by God. Can I get a, you, you know God establishes all positions. God establishes all things. You can't be political. You can't, yeah, be slick. You can't, 
try to woo people to get to like you and all that. God, all that stuff, you're just wasting your time, wasting your breath. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so um, one of the things that begins to happen, Jesus says, can you drink the cup that I'm going to drink? And James and John said, oh, yeah, we can drink it. He said, you will drink it. That in, in, in Acts chapter 12, verse 1, uh, 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 the first martyr was James, the brother of, of uh, John. James was beaten in the head with clubs, thrown from the temple. He died. That's the cup. The cup was death. And John lived into his 90s, and he was banished to Isle of Patmos in boiling oil and caught up in a vision to write the book of the Revelation of the Apocalypse. So Jesus was saying, can you drink the cup? And they said, oh, we can drink it. And let me, let me stop Paul's apart because we established this morning. Don't you ever think spiritually that privilege comes without pain. Be careful what you ask for. There's some pains that comes with privilege. Do I have a witness? Yeah, it's tough. That when God gives you privilege he automatically adds pain and the reason he adds pain is because he wants you to be dependent upon him he he adds he adds, he adds pain because he wants you to have proper perspective can i get a witness see people want the positions they want the privilege but they don't want the pain doesn't work like that. Uh, uh, with, with pain comes the privilege, and with privilege comes, Lord have mercy, here it is, the pain. So he says, are you able to drink the cup, cup of baptism that I will drink? And they said, yes, we will. And he says, okay, you will, but Jesus further goes on to say that your destiny is already determined. You can't look at spirituality and think that God is going to let you maneuver your way into something he hasn't called you into. That's not happening. Somebody need to preach it. Can I get a witness? And then, see, see that's, that's, that's where let go and let God comes in. When you trust in the Lord with all thine heart, lean not to thy own understanding, all thy ways acknowledge him, he shall direct thy paths. And Psalm 37 says, trust, commit, and rest in the Lord. Doesn't it say that? that? That God has already determined everything about your life. You are not in control of your life spiritually. You can't pull cords spiritually. I see people politicking in here. You say, well, how do you see it? Because I was in the world. I lived in the fast lane. I went from Williamstown. I was from South Philly. I keep telling y'all that. I haven't seen it all. Do I have a witness? And, and child of God, what God tends to do is God lets you think you pulling something off. And then he hurts your feelings because it's not going to happen. Can I get a witness? And all that energy you, you, you put into being slick, you could have been doing something else that you're going to get credit for. Can I get a witness? Y'all ain't got to say, man, I look at the clock, but child of God, uh, that when you, when you look at this story of these two brothers, and look what Jesus says in verse 54. Uh, 
55, he says, you know not what manner of spirit. There's no article in front of spirit, the spirit. He's not talking about the Holy Spirit, the hagios. He's not talking about holy. The spirit of your inner man, the perception, um, the spirit of your inner man. All of your reasoning, all of your motives. Jesus is telling these two brothers, you guys have no idea. What's in your spirit? And we don't know what's in our spirit. We put up these little facades like we clean and capable and loving. It's a facade. Because the heart is wickedly deceitful. Above all things, Jeremiah 9. Come come on, y'all can talk. Y'all can talk back to me. And, and, and child of God, so God comes along, God comes along, God comes along, and God uses four agents, and I'm going to get through these four agents as quickly and expeditiously as possible. First, he uses a tracking agent called the channeling agent. The channeling agent, the channeling agent pinpoints what's in us. Now, let me stop, Paul's apart. What's in us is not like God. We think it is. We got an old man and a new man if we're born again, if we're saved. But that stuff that's in us, God needs to extract it. Can I get a witness? Yeah. And, and, and so Jesus said, you don't know what kind of spirit, your, your reasoning, your reaction, your roots, in spite of, Lord have mercy, your wounds and your... Your, your will, your way, your warfare, amen, you got stuff sitting up in you that's dangerous. It's dangerous. <laughs> and so Jesus wants to let us know that God has a tracking, uh, a channeling agent that's going to pull up what's in us. Mm. That, that's, that's, that's how God, you know, God had to show me, and I, you know, I try to be transparent with you. Um, when I fall on my knees and say, Lord, I need healing, I need help, God says, oh, this didn't just start. This stuff been in you for years. Do I have a witness? It, it, it didn't start when you joined St. Matthew. You brought this hell in you when you came here. Yeah, it's tight, but it's right. Can I get a witness? You know, I, well, I, 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 I don't know where it came from. Probably, uh, you, you didn't get it in this church. You came up the aisle with it. Can I get a witness? Praise the name of Jesus. And, and, and listen, it's okay, because all, we all need to see our stuff. Are y'all getting me? I, I was trying to share this morning that... Uh, in, 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 in 1969, uh, I came out of basic, I went to tech school, and I'm at a radar site, you know, doing top secret work, I'm at a radar site in Savannah, Georgia, and this uh, second lieutenant from Mississippi walked up to me and he says, uh, he said, hey boy, I said, excuse me, sir, uh, my name's on my fatigues, don't call me boy. And me and him went back and forth, and, and to make a long story short, um, uh, I got ticked off and I called the Pentagon. Now I could have got busted and put in jail for breaking the chain of command. 
But that's how, tick, you know, and, and trust me, I had read, <laughs> I, I, I had read, amen, the code of military conduct. I already knew what soldiers were supposed to live by. And he was out of order for calling me, boy, you don't call me, boy. I said, B is for bun, you know it's for onion, why so yo-yo. So I told him, I said, look, sir, I'm from Philly, I ain't from Mississippi. Kill this one. And uh, make a long story short, the Pentagon called my, my squadron and talked to the colonel, and here's what they told the colonel. Colonel, if you can't keep your troops in order, then we'll send somebody down there to do so. So now they're threatening him. Well, what he did, I stood at attention office, he cussed me out. He threatened to put me in jail, da-da-da-da-da-da, but they got all on that second lieutenant. They chewed him out in front of me. And so Pastor Gordon didn't take stuff in 69. <laughs> so what makes y'all think I'm going to take stuff in 2015? You, you know, I just, I just got, there's something about me, you can't, uh, you can't threaten me, I, that doesn't work, you draw bees with honey. Can I get a witness? Let me look at the clock. I don't do good like that. You can't sell no wolf tickets up my eye. I don't do good like that. Just grab my hand and rub it and say, Pastor, I need you to do me a favor. And I'll do it. But that's my DNA. No, 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 listen. I'm trying to get you to see something. The, the, these brothers had a DNA in their spirit. And we got stuff in our spirit. We got repulsive feelings. We have low self-esteem. We, come on now, we're political. We procrastinate. We're passive-aggressive. Passive-aggressive people don't get angry. They get even. They just sit there and smile at you. And all the time, they planning something. We got stuff in our spirit. You know, I'll be telling all these stories about me in the store. Y'all laugh. It's true. When I'm spending my money, no, 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 I don't have to kiss your backside when I'm spending my money. I'm spending my money. You ain't giving me nothing free. I'm spending my money. Now, it's a nice way to put it. Went to a five-star hotel, and the woman told me, well, your travel agent didn't give you the right. Da -da -da. I said, Miss, fall on the sword. This will be a five-star hotel. The customer's always right. She, she sat there and looked at me. I said, no, 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 baby. We don't roll like that. If I order a steak at a five-star restaurant and the steak is not to my liking, they take it back and make me another one. Their reputation is on the line. Now, y'all go up and down 42 and buy a steak and they'll just tell you to eat it and the chef will come out and argue with you. There ain't no five-star restaurant. Oh, y'all understand what I'm saying? When I walk in a five-star restaurant, I want superior service. You know why? Because I'm paying for it. Somebody know what I'm talking about. So I told her, I said, baby, you need to fall on the sword, baby. You, you're wrong. And I got friends in high places. Don't fool with me. And one phone call, you'll be history. I wouldn't do that, but uh, we got stuff in our spirit. We got agitated spirits. We got compulsive spirits. Amen? Don't we have compulsive spirits? Now, one day was Christmas. It was the birth of our Savior. You went out and spent all your money. Now, y'all sitting up there broke the day and got no money. And, you, and, and, and now you're looking at me like I'm crazy. You, 
Hey, can I get a witness? You didn't get what you want, so now you're, you're frowning and uh, yeah, I thought he was going to give me more than this. You know, you got all this stuff because we just messed up. What if your husband came downstairs or your wife came downstairs on Christmas morning and just said, baby, I have nothing but I love you. How far would that go? You had all year. <laughs> you had all year. We got some stuff up in our spirits now. I was preaching one Sunday. This man came up to me and said, uh, I know you were talking to me. He said, you kept looking at me. I said, I don't even know you. In fact, I didn't even see you till you came up here. That's your conscience running away with you. You down here, one wife is over there, the other wife is over there, the other wife is back there. I ain't got time for that mess. It's tight, but it's right. In the name of Jesus. So God sends a channeling agent, listen, to pinpoint. And he's already pinpointed everything in us. Do I have a witness? We got some stuff up in this place. People say, well, I'm getting married. I said, you better do, you better do a history search. You better do, as Sister Gordon you better do a 411 before you do a 911. You, you, better, you, you better get a history. Don't, don't we all have histories? Come on now. I grew up in the 50s and 60s. I was a teenager in the 60s. We couldn't have no temper tantrums. It was against house rules. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? I ain't never get down in front in, in, in Sears and Robots. I ain't never get on the floor to me. Ah, are you kidding me? Lord have mercy. I remember them old days, man. I love and look, I don't want to go back there. I know some of y'all think I want I don't want to go back there. Mustard sandwiches. Mayonnaise sandwiches. Wonder bread, two pieces of bread, and you wonder where the meat is. Can I get a witness? Y'all, 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 y'all understand? I ain't trying to go back there, Doc. You want ice cubes? You got to pull that big, that thing out and. <clears throat> I, I, I don't want that. You got to defrost the freezer. When the toilet don't work, you got to get a bucket of water and pour it down in there. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Stuff floating all over the place. You ain't trying to, trying to deal with that. Jesus, I don't want to go back there. But didn't we learn by going through that wilderness? And aren't we appreciative today because we had to go through yesterday? Oh, I'm preaching up in here. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you. For bringing me from such a mighty long way. Thank you, Lord, that I had parents to make sure I was in church. Thank you, Lord, that we had rules and regulations. Thank, thank you, Lord. Can I get a witness? Come on now. I thank you, Lord. I, 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 I better appreciate life now because of what I came through. 
I walked in one of my classes in elementary school, and a lady said, one of the teachers said, oh, that's a nice sweater. Um, didn't I see that sweater on your brother? You sure did. <laughs> How many of y'all wore hand-me-downs? Come on now, don't, 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 don't get up here and get prideful. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. My God, today. There, there is a channeling. And this, this channeling agent is God searching and researching our hearts to see what it is we need. Isn't that a great thing? And God doesn't reveal it to you. He already knows. He's already taken a snapshot. He's already taken a picture of every problem we've ever had. It's, it's coming from a spirit, a root. And we all got our own root. And if we stop looking over the aisle at somebody else's root, we can see what, what's in our root. Hmm, interesting. He told these two brothers, listen, man, you guys have got some weird stuff in your spirit. You want to call down fire and burn folk up because they reject me. Samaritans, contextually. There's something I need to deal with in your spirit. And God needs to deal with us in our spirits. Because we got some stuff there. All of us, from the pulpit to the door. And I know you think it's your kids, your wife, your husband. No, some of it's you. If, if, if you know that some of the stuff that causes conflict and interference is you, raise your hand. No, no, don't, don't, don't do this. You know, you know how you were in third or fourth grade and you had to answer you? Ooh, 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 remember that? Ooh, ooh, here, here, do like this. Stand up, go on. Ooh, 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 ooh. My stuff. My God. The second <laughs> is not only a channeling, a tracking and a channeling, it's the truth and the cleansing spirit. God had to clean up these disciples. Man, they were a mess, just like us. And, 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 and let me tell you, the truth will set you free. If you continue in my word, you will know the truth, and the truth of the word will set you free. The inference is we are in bondage. We're in bondage. This truth, this truth is a cleansing agent. You know, you know what God did to Ezekiel? God took Ezekiel from the, from the uh, shores, amen, uh, 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 Ezekiel. When you look at the book of Ezekiel, he was on the shore, amen, and he was meditating, Chibar, and God took him in the spirit and took him over, listen, and put him down in a graveyard. And then he said, chapter 37 of Ezekiel, son of man, can these bones live? And, 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 and Ezekiel said, Lord, you know, he said, preach to the bones. The bones were the southern and northern uh, of all Israel. It was all 12 tribes, 10 in the north, 2 in the south. They were broken, battered, bruised, and br brittle. And this is how God deals with broken, bruised, battered, and brittle bones. He takes the word to them. 
preach the word. Somehow the word starts penetrating us and it starts to set us free. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and even Isaiah said in the year that King Isaiah died, I saw the Lord. And once we see God, we abhor ourselves. Woe is me. I'm unclean. See, some of us can't say woe is me. That's because you ain't seen God. When you see who God is, you don't compare yourself with pastor. You compare yourself with the word. Can I get a witness? And when you see him, Lord have mercy, you shrink back from him. When you see the word, when you feel the word, when you measure yourself up against the word, the truth starts setting you free. I'm unclean. And my lips are unclean. And I dwell among an unclean people. God's word will disclose our true motives. See, see, this is what I tell folks. God sees everything, God hears everything, and God knows everything. Now, you deal with those three things. He can see a black ant on a black hair on a black night. The Lord can see everything. So, wait a minute. If the Lord can see, hear, and know everything, what am I doing in trying to psych him out? Why do I keep lying to myself if God is watching everything, seeing everything, hearing everything, and judging everything? Are y'all getting this? Who do you think you're fooling? Yourself. So truth, the truth agent, the changing agent, or um, excuse me, the cleansing agent is truth. And let me, let me, let me, let me stop because I want, I want, I want y'all to hear this. When I came out of the world, you know, after seven years of military, running the streets, doing my thing, every Friday, Saturday night in the clubs, and I, when I came out from the world, I did not want to stop all of my sin. Now, I know this is not popular for a preacher to say, amen, most preachers were born saved, like, like John the Baptist, and they're alive from the pit. Can I get a witness? I, I, I struggled with my sin. How many of y'all struggle with your sin? And the more I stayed in this cleansing agent, the more I applied this word to my heart and my mind and my will, God gave me the wherewithal to walk away from stuff. Can I get a witness? Uh, God gave me, listen, the freedom to tell Satan it won't work no more. The buck stops right here. Can I get a witness? I'm not, listen, I'm not a slave to sin anymore. I don't have to have a fifth of liquor every day. Do I have a witness? I'm down to a court. I don't have to have, I don't have to fornicate every day. I don't, uh-oh, I'm getting hot up in here. And you ain't wandering around this church like Pee Wee Herman. That ain't happening. In the name of Jesus. So whatever it is that truth needs to clean up, it's going to clean it up when I stay in this word. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not, what? Sin against thee. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet. Thy word is a light unto my path. 
That word. That's why, that's why this is a teaching ministry. Yeah, that's why it's a teaching ministry. I'm very careful who comes up in this pulpit. Why? Because I want you to be fed. Uh, amen. I don't want you to get somebody else's sermon because I went home and listened to a tape and I'm preaching it to you. Everything you get is fresh. Can I get a witness? I'm not trying to get you to applaud for me. I'm trying to get you to applaud for him. Down unto him who's able. Uh, do I have a witness? I don't want nobody coming up in here, amen, with some mess that they call the word giving it to you. Can I got, I don't heard it all. You, somebody come up here to my Jack and Jill. Uh, uh, like they got asthma. Uh, went up the hill to fetch a pail of water. Jack fell down and broke his crown. And Jill came tumbling after. And here, and y'all so dumb, you go, ah! I'm delivered, I'm delivered, I'm delivered. Just as dumb as the day's long. They the ones going to tell you to put checks on the pulpit. They the ones going to tell you, come on now, yeah, I'm going to preach this thing. You need truth. And the truth will set you free. Oh, he can hoop. Yeah, he can do a lot of other things too. He gonna hang you up. That's why I don't go to late night when I go away. You know, late night they have preachers at ten o'clock at night, and, them, and some of them boys can preach. They preach, and every you know, there's thousands of people there in the uproar. Well, I went there one one night. And this boy got up. This is no lie. You know, I need substance, man. I need substance from the Word. I'm a student of the Word. That boy got up and said, I want to, I just want to turn, yeah, your attention to this passage of Scripture. In God, and folks, stay on their feet screaming. I said, I'm going back to the hotel and watch Law and Order. I, 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 ain't, I ain't fooling with this, Doc. You understand what I'm saying? And I love a good hoop, but I, no, 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 no. See, hooping is not going to pull you out of trouble. Yeah, ho hooping is not going to tell the devil to get lost. You, you need this word. You need this logos. You, you need this word, this word, this word. This word will cleanse you. That's why I'm not back in the streets. That word was added to my spirit. And, and, and once the word was added to my spirit, God won my heart and God gave me a power to say no to Satan. Doesn't it feel good to say no to Satan? Satan, you a liar. Get thee hence, Satan. Get behind me because there's power in the name of Jesus. There's wonder-working power. There's, there's power to live right and power to talk right and power to think right and power. I got power. Yeah, Lord. I'm coming in. There's a tracking where God, yeah, is on a search there's a 
cleansing. There, there, there is a trans, there's a truth package of God's cleansing. Thank you, Jesus. I'm so glad the Lord, and I'm not through being cleansed. I'm so glad the Lord is cleansing me. Clean through the word. That's what Jesus said. You are clean through the word. Can I get a witness? How many times we fell slaves to sin? I got to have another one. I got to do this. I got to do that. Can I get a witness? I went down to the casinos, took my wife to dinner one time. I was going through the casinos and, is that Pastor Gordon? Hey, Pastor. Sir. I, I was waiting to see a St. Matthews member on one of the one-armed bandits. No, I, I wasn't going to talk about it. I was going to say, did you pay your tithes before you put that, that, that card in there? Do you, if, if not, pay your tithes and you go back to you. <laughs> Truth. But look at the transformation, the change agent. And I want you to see how this hits these two brothers. They are metamorphosized. What does metamorphosize mean? Well, an ugly, hideous, crawling, destructive caterpillar is changed to a butterfly. Into the process, into the process that we, we grow in grace, into the process how, amen, God perfects us in his own time. And John, see John, James and John, John and James, who were the sons of thunder, temperamental, angry, uh, boisterous, uh, mess you up, beat you up, hook you up. John became the apostle of love. By the way, there were two distinct occasions when John showed no love. We got to learn how to love. See, our history is, listen, a lot of what's in us is from the past. Are y'all with me? And, and, and the difficulty of parenting is that we got to model to our children what the Word says. We got to model to our sons how to be men. You don't be a man by having your drawers showing and your, your snakes untied and, and, and you, you up here... You up here rapping and don't have a job. That ain't, that ain't manhood. Yeah, let me look at the clock. I don't care. That ain't manhood. Man, manhood is to learn to be responsible. Uh, to be respectful to your children's mother and to your wife. It's tight up in here. Amen. Uh, uh, and, and to learn to be righteous. We ain't got no models today. You understand? We need models. We need models from the sisters to be ladies. We, we don't need to look at a hoe. We need ladies. Shivery. Dress the right length. Oh, Lord. Come to church with a brown. We need, we, we, oh, it's getting tied up in here. How to properly fold your legs. Ladies don't sit down like this. 
what, where's that coming from? And then when you talk about training the young people, oh, pastor's stuck in gear in, in, in the past. No! We need to model. A lady don't walk down the street eating chicken bones and throwing them. I'm, it's tied up in here. A man, a man doesn't come to church with his shirt open showing all that nappy hair. Nobody don't want to see that. You need a haircut, you need a haircut. It's tied up in here. This is church. You don't come, you don't wait till I'm preaching to come all the way up to the front. up in here I don't need that up in here you might make me make a mistake in my sermon <laughs> instead of saying Jesus I say joy God, 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 God wants to change us. Metamorphosize us. How did he change John? He made John, listen, he gave John the title of love. He had a loving acceptance, listen to this, without criticism. Put them two together. Love is the ability to accept somebody and not criticize them. Whole lot of us don't have that. Do I have a witness? Love, 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 love is the ability to make an adjustment and not try to control everything. Well, uh, you know, my wife, my husband is not doing good in this area, so let me, let me pray for power to make an adjustment to meet him where he is. Are y'all getting this? That's love. Love, 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 love is to give advice without conditions. That's love. And love is learned. You, you don't fall in love. You grow in love. Do I have a witness? And the reason some of us can't love somebody else because we don't love ourselves. Do I have a witness? I don't like the way I am. I don't. We need love. And because John walked with Jesus, Jesus turned this boy into a love, Lord have mercy, recipient. I, I don't know what you, one of my struggles, I want to be, and, and, I, and I, I try to love people, I, I greet, I smile with people. I want to be more loving, more tender, more kind, and I'm struggling. I'm in conflict with this old nature. Are y'all are y'all in conflict trying to? Are you in conflict? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Come on. Are you in conflict trying to love everybody else? Come on. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. You're lying, and the truth ain't in ya. It's a conflict. It's a war. 
for me to put myself and my needs to the side and just love everybody else. That ain't easy, saints, because we feel like we're getting gypped. I'm trying to love everybody, ain't nothing coming back. That's reciprocal love. That's what the world has. You love me, I'll love you. You stop loving me, I'll stop loving you. That ain't God's love. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever should believe in him shall not perish but have eternal life. What a change agent. This change agent is transformation. Thank God for the change agent. The only way we're going to be transformed, I'm coming up for landing now, is first to be conscientious of our sins. You need the Spirit to show you that. Lord, what is it in me, about me, from me, that is sinful in your sight? Being conscientious of our sins, confessing our sins, homo kaleo, saying the same thing God says. See, we got to say the same thing God says. We got calling right, wrong, and wrong, right is sin. Saying the same thing God is saying is righteousness, true confession. And then you got to pick up, look up, look up a pastor. I'm coming in. You got to, after you are conscientious of your sin, after you confess, then you got to pick up yourself and carry yourself to the altar and crucify yourself. And the reason is self-crucifixion is hard because we love ourselves. God wants you to crucify what you love. Can I get a witness? Y'all getting quiet up in here. That child of God, when we look at James and John, we, we see these agents, but the final agent we see is the treasure, the outcome of a corrective agent. Now, what is this corrective agent? At the end, God's going to correct things. God's going to correct things. What do you mean by that? Well, 2 Corinthians 4, and you don't need to turn. Paul uses four paradoxical contrasts which are metaphors to denote the power of the Holy Spirit. Paul says, for we are troubled on every side. The word troubled, thalipsis, means you're being stretched from every angle. And I don't know if you've been stretched from every angle. We're being stretched, troubled on every side, but we, thank you Jesus, but we are not in, we are not distressed. All the stretching that Satan does in our lives, we, we still can wake up in the morning with joy. Because his mercies are new. Every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning. When you got up this morning, Jesus said you got some new mercies. You didn't have yesterday. You didn't have last week. You didn't have last month. You didn't have last year. You've got new mercies. We are troubled on every side. And then he goes on to say we are perplexed. Sometimes we're left confused. We don't understand. But we're not in despair. We are persecuted, chased, but never forsaken. I love that word persecuted, which means chased in the Greek. 
There are times when stuff from my past keeps chasing me. Amen. It's right on my heel. It wants me to fall. It's right on my heel. Remember that? See, the great conflict with us is the comparativeness of the past. And if you never ate meat, you don't miss meat. Do I have a witness? Whatever is in your past is in your DNA, is in your CPU, it's in your computer processing unit. And what Satan does, Satan says, okay, uh, are you happy today? Uh, how are you dealing with this today? Remember when... Come on now, y'all know what I'm talking about. Remember how, remember how happy you were. Remember how content, and all his thing is, is to get you to acknowledge that where you are today is not where you thought you were yesterday. Once he starts that comparative, you up the creek. Can I get a witness? And child of God, he, he says we've been struck down, but not destroyed. Channeling agent. Cleansing agent, changing agent, corrective agent, and I can do all things through Christ. But here's where Jesus comes in. Jesus says, all your suffering is not in vain. Your suffering is connected to my sufficiency. Can I get a witness? That Jesus comes along and says, your end is better than your beginning. Can I get a witness? That everything with him is future. Everything with him is, come on now, everything with him is a power up front that you're going to look back and I'm going to look back on and say thank you Jesus when I, when I look back over my shoulders when I, when I look back to where I came from when I look back to how I used to be when I look back to how I used to think when I look back to how I used to feel I'm praising his name oh everything is not a hunky dory every day everything is not way up here but you know what he woke me up yeah this morning and I got a new heart a new head, a new mind a new feet, I got new feet new hands, can I get a witness and I'm going on with confidence can I get a witness I know that all things are working together for the good I know he that had begun a good work in me will keep on doing it to the day of Jesus the Christ I know that no weapon formed against me shall prosper I know when I go out that door I got the victory say yeah I got the victory victory is mine I'm not a victim but I got the victory delay is not denial I got the victory in Jesus Christ, Lord, do the work you're going to do on me. Change me. Cleanse me. Channel me. Correct me. Because when I come forth, I'll be like pure gold. Say it. Say it. Yeah. He's worthy. He's worthy. 2015 had some problems. 2015 had some poisons. 2015 had some pops, but I'm so glad that the Lord lifted me. The Lord carried me. The Lord fulfilled me. The Lord blessed me. The Lord is able, able, able. Let's down our feet. Seeing yourself, a channeling agent, a cleansing agent, a changing agent, a corrective agent. As every hit is bowed, your eyes closed. If you're here this morning 
and you need to be saved, just raise your hand. If you want Jesus in your life, don't leave out here and try to go on the next year and you're not saved. Jesus died for your sins, was buried and rose again. He's the Son of God and God the Son. Is there one you want to give your life to Christ this morning? Is there one? Or perhaps you want to join a church in your Christian experience. Raise your hand. Is there one? Our Father and our God, thank you for the challenge by this biographical sketch of two brothers who were imperfect and messed up. But just because they walked with you, you transformed them into light. Thank you for the person of Peter. Oh God, thank you for the temperament of Thomas. And God, they are microcosms of us. We all have Peter in us. We have Thomas in us. We have James in us. We have John in us. We have Andrew in us. We have Bartholomew. We have Thaddeus. We have Philip. We, we, we have all these people in us. God, we want you to have your way. That we come out like Jesus. That we come out full of rest, full of grace, full of thanksgiving. And God, bless our church. And as we leave this place, but never your presence, hope to meet you back here if it's your will Thursday evening that we may just have a great, great time in the Lord, bringing in the new year, 2016. In Jesus' name, amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, do you see your stuff? God bless you.